be thankful that the Lord loves you and chastens you. He's chastening you because He loves you, because He's trying to make you more like Him. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Bald Believers. I'm Jamie. I'm Chad. And what a crazy day. Yes, it has has been plagued with many problems from the microphone not working to phone calls kicking the, the record off and... It's technology. A, yes. Technology. Yes. We, it's been a crazy summer, too. It has been a crazy summer. Uh, yeah, we look at the one of the cooler ones, I think. Mm-hmm. And wetter ones. Because I cycle a lot, and I was telling uh, one of the guys I cycle with, I said, man, can't ask for better cycling weather for today. <laughs> I remember just being miserable in summertime. But it's also a time I don't like because... The sun comes up later and it goes down sooner. Yes, it's getting that so way. We're almost mm-hmm. losing our summertime's almost done. So it'll be really dark really soon. Not mm-hmm. my favorite time. Uh, today, I don't know. Let's talk on the topic of uh, what God has to say about lukewarm Christians. What do you think? Yeah, that okay. sounds good. Can you cover anything with that? I believe we can yeah, cover yeah. some with that. However, if you search it, you're going to find the word one time. One time, that's all that's in there. One time. Uh, now, you can read between the lines, right? You can go mm-hmm. in and find some other references. Uh, just doesn't call, doesn't call out lukewarm. Revelations 3, that's the only place. Mm-hmm. Sure uh, is. 15 and 16, we talks about that. It says, uh, know your works. Um, you're neither cold nor hot. Uh, would that you would um, either be cold or hot. So because you're lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. That's uh, that's pretty harsh. <laughs> it's quite the image. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty hard. And this this is to the church at Laodicea. Mm-hmm. It is what this is this particular uh, set of scriptures is to. And uh, that's not the only time we hear these folks mentioned. We hear Paul mention them in in uh, Colossians four uh, twelve through sixteen. He's uh, talking about Epaphras here. He says, "For I bear record of him, Epaphras." He said that he hath great zeal for you and them which are in Laodicea and those uh, them in Heropolis. And, and there again, those are Kentucky pronunciations. <laughs> they may not be right, but it looks right. Mm-hmm. And he, then he goes on to say, Luke, my belo- Luke, the beloved physician, and Demas greet you. Salute the brethren which are in Collis. Then he goes on to say, and when, the, when this epistle is read among you, cause that it be read also in the church of the Laodiceans, and that ye likewise read the epistle from Laodicea. Now this is in Colossians, which is only about 20 miles away from Laodicea. So Heropolis, um, north of um, Laodicea, if I remember correctly. Uh, so I had to go back and look at the map. But north of there, what they were known for is their hot springs. Okay. If you knew that or not. That's what they were known for. So you got to look at the context. You got to look at what we're studying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so north of them, north of Laodicea was uh, Hot Springs, and then uh, Collis uh, was south, known for their cool, refreshing water. Okay. So guess what's in the middle? You got Laodicea. What happened was the Romans would take, uh, they would pipe this water down, had these uh, wooden pipes made, the system coming through. Romans did a lot of. Uh, very a lot of aqueducts, a lot of aqueducts, neat things that, that they done. Quite the engineering people they were. Um, but we see um, they would take that and they they pipe this water down. By the time it got to Laodicea, it had become lukewarm. Mm. So what I've noticed is hot water is good. Yes. Uh, cold water is good. Lukewarm, not good. No, no, it uh, kind of makes you a little sick to your stomach. <laughs> 
you know, it reminds me not too not too terribly long ago I was at work and uh, had my coffee there and that's basically just colored water right 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 uh, and uh, it had been sitting on my desk for some time even though it was in one of those uh, uh, we won't name the brand cups yeah <laughs> but yeah. they're stainless steel and they have a lid that goes on them right, right. And so and it rhymes with Teddy <laughs> Anyhow, uh, it was sitting there for a little while, and I didn't. I guess Tom got away from me, and I grabbed that thing and took a big drink, and it was bad, bad. Oh, I don't like lukewarm <laughs> coffee. Yeah, it was terrible. You know what I've noticed? Iced coffee. Yes. Good. Hot coffee. Mm-hmm. Good. Lukewarm. Oh man, I, I spit it back in the cup oh, quick as I can. I'll take that lukewarm or cool coffee, and I actually have a plant sitting there by the sink, and I'll use that. That's the way I water it, and it, it appears to like it really well. I don't. It enjoys ca- caffeinated coffee. It huh? does. It, 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 you know, I don't want to put hot on it. Yeah. But, but uh, lukewarm, I don't. I don't like it. It's interesting. I'll have to maybe try that. Yeah. So you guys, if you're into plants, try some lukewarm coffee on them. I had a friend at work that she had this enormous plant in her office, and the only thing she would give it is once a week she'd put a cup of black coffee in it. No kidding. And it was huge. <laughs> huge. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Anyway, back back on topic. Being, um, you know, I, I would tell you, I say being lukewarm is dangerous. It is very dangerous. So that's somewhere you don't want to find. Jesus speaking to this, this group of Christians, and what we see is they're not really relying upon God. Right. Uh, that's why they're called lukewarm. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not. You know, sold completely sold out. Uh, another thing about this area, they were known. And there again, if you keep reading the context, keep reading the text, they were known for their wealth, for the yes. money. Um, and sadly, that they had put more of their emphasis there. Mm-hmm. They they had put more of their emphasis upon their wealth, and uh, they had looked as uh, as this Christian thing, this God thing, as a side a side thing. Right. So it wasn't you know it wasn't first and foremost in their life. Uh, kind of thought, I'm doing this thing, seems to be going all right. And right. it was a thing that I, me, I'm doing this yes, thing. Yes, exactly. So got to be reminded it's not I that's yeah, doing anything. Yeah. I don't have a problem right now, so everything must be okay. Yes, uh, must right? be good. Yeah, you know, because you'll go to, yeah, I'm sure you've had this. You go to somebody and you say, hey, this is an issue. I've got a problem. And you go to them and they're like, mm, nah, I'm okay with it. <laughs> Because <laughs> it doesn't really affect them. So if you're not affected, it's not really a problem. It's not doesn't become and, a problem. And that's kind of lukewarm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, and if you read that lukewarm, it does the word does only appear once. But the situation, that type of person appears more times in the Bible, if you take a look. If you go back to first Kings uh, chapter eighteen, verse twenty one, one of my favorite guys, Elijah, he's dealing with this. And, and he's gathered all these people of Israel together and all these prophets of Baal together. And Elijah come unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And you know what the people answered him? <laughs> Nothing. Crickets. Right, right. Because they're lukewarm. They're like, nah, everything's okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not really bothered by it. Uh-huh. So, there, you know, there again, you got, you've got lukewarm people all, all over the place. I think what people um, need to be aware of is if we're not careful, we find ourselves in this worldly state. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's kind of this group that Jesus is speaking to, that they, they were in this worldly state. They've forgotten where everything come from. Um, another thing that they had claimed to to know God, uh, 
Um, that's you know that's why they find themselves being lukewarm. Mm-hmm. Fence straddlers. Yes. Uh, James talks about this. He says you know four James four four. You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is an enemy with God? Yes. They were friends with the world. Mm-hmm. So guess what? Enemy, right? You're right. getting spewed out. You're not where you're supposed to be. So they found themselves there. They they were um, they may go to church. They may practice some sort of uh, religion, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the inside, their inner state, it was more on self righteousness. Right. So that's that's where they. That's how come they found themselves being uh, lukewarm. And if you're not careful, we, fall, we can fall right into that. Easy. Um, that's why Jesus. That's why we have these texts. Yes. That's why he shares these with us that's because why they're so applicable. Yeah, they're important <laughs> because they apply to your life. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you just you're saying right there. You know, they're friends with the world. You know, he tells us not to lay up our treasure in the world, where where the moth can corrupt it and the thief can steal it, but rather lay up your treasure in heaven. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, because he goes on to say, and you've said this in the past several times, because you can't serve two masters. Right. Oh, yeah. One you, or the other. Yeah, you'll love the one and hate, hate the, the other. other. Right? Uh, and he goes on after this. He, he goes on after he just said, I'll spew you out. He says, why? They're lukewarm. He says, because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. And thou knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. You don't have a clue. You think everything's going fine. You're not having any problems, right? Car's running good. That's paid for. I got money in the bank, a good job. Everything looks fine at the house. I'm going to kick my feet up. world's pretty good. That's what they were doing in Laodicea. But what you don't recognize is that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. That's what these people are. And... If you go back and look in Luke chapter 12, verses 19 through 21, we're hearing a, a, a little parable here about this guy who had a great harvest, and it was so great that, man, he, his barns weren't big enough. He was just going to tear down his barns and build bigger ones. And we'll pick it up there in verse 19 and says, And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and be merry. Right? I'm rich, increased in goods. That's what he says in exactly. Revelation about the lay of the sins. Yep. But then God says in Luke, says, But God said unto him, Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast provided? So he so is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. In other words, this guy here was wretched and miserable, poor and blind and naked, but because he had physical goods. And everything was looking good for him. They didn't think he had any problems. Thought he's in good shape. Yeah. Till that one part. Till the till reality sinks <laughs> in. That this is temporary. Yeah. This is this is just a minute. I mean, you know, 80, 90 years may seem like a long time. I mean, I've went to work some days where it's been seven thirty for like three hours is what it seemed like, you know? <laughs> but this is very temporary when it comes to eternity. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, people would say, How do I know if I'm lukewarm? How, how would I know that? How, how, what could I see that? And I would say, I would just point you a couple of things. One would be go right over to Galatians mm-hmm. and read about the fruits of the Spirit mm-hmm. and see if those are evident in your life. See, see if that applies, right? See if, those, see if you can see those. And then another thing, it's like if you're, if you're trying to worship and it just feels like a workout, probably lukewarm. You're probably having an issue there. Yeah, it's probably, probably lukewarm. Jesus... You know, we said he doesn't call out lukewarm again, 
but we see other contexts uh, where it talks about lukewarm. Matthew seven sixteen and 17 says, um, And you will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from a, a thorn bush or figs from a thistle? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, uh, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. Yeah. Uh, lukewarm. Right. So yeah, yeah. We, we see these different things that, that apply. Uh, Jesus, uh, you know, when I, when I look at different people, different characters, different groups, people groups in the, uh, in the gospel, I would say <clears throat> some that would apply as lukewarm, in my opinion, Chad, would be the, the scribes of Pharisees. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were doing this religion thing, but they were doing it for the wrong reason. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was religion. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was a religion. Don't get that confused with your relationship with, mm-hmm. with Christ. You know, it's uh, it's not about you or performance or any of those things. Uh, but they were they were looking at it as what can I gain from this? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of sound like some other types of people that we know. Yeah, you, right. Because if I've got enough, it's easier. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you, you can look at different different groups, and, sit, and these all apply. Uh, but he talks about they talked about them. They were focused on the outside, about on the way that they were dressed, and what the, uh, he call, talks about their phylactery, which was this thing that they would put scripture in, mm-hmm. wore it on, it was, they wore it on their hand, and and they wore it on their on their head. Uh, so it was always in front of them. It was guiding them. That was kind of the, the thought behind that. Uh, some of them had increased it. Some of them had put these, made the boxes larger, mm-hmm. and they wanted more attention drawn to them. <laughs> so he's he's talking about that. He said, you know, you put all this emphasis on these outwardly things, and uh, you're being worldly. Mm-hmm. You're lukewarm. So it's just showing us what he says about about that. So we dig into that, and we see that there are other there are other references, but you have to mm-hmm. see what they are. You know, you have to. You know, you bring up the Pharisees, and, and that's a good point because they didn't start out that way. The the Pharisees we see that Jesus are speaking to. That's not how they started out. They started out, I think, in, in intertestament times, and they started out with good intentions. You know, they they were doing this for right reasons, but it became this, and we can become lukewarm. That's why we need to examine ourselves. Yeah. Just like you said, if if worship is becoming a workout, may have a problem because it can happen to you because it did happen to these people. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And when if you say, "Ah, oh, never me." Watch out! Watch out! Yeah, it's so, going to be you. Yeah, it's going to be. It's going to happen. So mm-hmm. need to need to take note and watch. Right. He he goes on. If if you read further in this text in Revelation three, he just told them they're poor, blind, and naked. Poor, blind, and naked. But I counsel thee to buy buy of me gold tried in fire that thou mayst be rich. Buy gold, but you're poor. Right. So what does God mean here? Well, if you look back in Isaiah 55, 1 through 3, you're going to hear him say this again. You're going to hear God say, Everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Have no money, right? Buy and eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, or and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye the bread which is good. And let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. So here God in Isaiah is telling you to buy something without money. You know, that's kind of a hard concept. But if you take a look at Matthew Henry, he kind of he gets this one right. 
I believe here. Matthew Henry says that what he's talking about that, he's talking about the buying part is part with sin and self-sufficiency and come to Christ with a sense of your poverty and emptiness that ye may be filled with his hidden treasure. That's what he's talking about. He's saying, you know, you guys think you've got all this stuff. You're really poor, blind, and naked. What you need is to come to him, right? And what you're going to get from him, you don't have to have money to buy. You can't buy it. You've been bought, right? That, that's what he's talking about. And, and then he goes on to say, not only the gold, but he says, and white raiment, that, white raiment that thou mayst be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Now, white raiment. You know, if you look in Matthew 22, verses 11 through 13, you hear about this wedding feast, right? And the king comes out to see his guests, and he saw a man that didn't have a wedding garment. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou hither without, not, without a wedding garment? And the man was speechless. He couldn't say anything. Then the king said to his servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into outer darkness, and there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, if you take a look back into Revelation where we're at, you're going to hear this talked about. And this, he's sitting there and he says, And I said unto him, Sir, thou knowest. And he said unto me. Right? This is John. John has been asked a question about who are these people coming up. And John, John looks at the elder and he says, He said, Sir, thou knowest. And then the elder says unto him, these are they which came out of great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. This is the raiment. He's talking about get, get yourself right. Right? Come to the Lord. Seek Him. Right? For it's by grace through faith you're saved. Right? Surely it says something about it's in the world there. No. No. <laughs> nothing about being in the world. And... Uh, you know, through all of this thing, I've heard this this about the Laodiceans talked about several times, but people tend to stop right after the lukewarm and I'll spew you out of your mouth. So you walk away with this feeling of like, oh, these, these dudes were bad, you know, man, he's really got on to them. But what he's really doing, if you read a little bit further in Revelation 3 there, God goes on to say, as, as many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. He said, I'm telling you this, Laodiceans, because I love you. Be zealous and repent. You know, in, in Hebrews 12, it says, My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked by him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasten, and scourgeth every son that he receiveth. These people weren't just cast out. It wasn't like he came up and said, This is what you're doing wrong. I was spewing you out of my mouth. He said, This is what you're doing wrong, and I will, so get it right. Yep. It, it's just a reminder, just what John John tells us over in First John two fifteen and sixteen says, "Do not love the world or the things the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him." Lukewarm, lukewarm. So uh, for all of, for all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and pride of life, it's not from the Father, but it's from the world. Right. So it's, it brings us all back to this worldly thing, mm -hmm. just like the Laodiceans. It's a worldly thing. It was all about you know what they could what they could obtain, what they were doing, their performance type thing, right? Not being uh, focused upon what God was providing. Mm -hmm. So uh, it just reminds us to check your focus, mm -hmm. check who your uh, check where your priorities are, 
because uh, like we said earlier, you say, well, that wouldn't happen to me. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> very quick. Yes, it, is. it could happen. <clears throat> so very quick. And uh, like I said, don't, don't want to find ourselves. And like, you, like we said, it happens a lot is we take these scriptures out of context mm-hmm. because we're guilty of just reading that one part. And we're like, man, wow. We just get shocked of what we've read. Mm-hmm. And we don't continue to, to, to read and see what the rest of the message has to say to us. Yes, he has more to say than just those two verses. Yeah. Right? If, if, it, if that was it, that would be it. That it would, would just be, be the two verses. That be would be all else. it was. But there's other stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to read into that and see. Uh, it's, it sounds to me like a second chance. Yes. So, yes. Uh, you, know. you know, we get shocked sometimes because we get chastened. Right, we may think we're doing right, and then all of a sudden we kind of get knocked down just a little bit. We get we get shown something that we're not doing right. This is the process of sanctification, right? This is what the Holy Spirit is working in your life. And instead of getting upset and beat down, you recognize that yeah, I, I need to correct this, and we should be thankful. You know, this this we're taking here is being said in Revelation, but if you go back to Psalm ninety four, verses twelve and thirteen, you'll read. Blessed is the man whom thou chasteneth, O Lord, and teachest him out of thy law, that thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be dug for the wicked. Right? Be thankful that the Lord loves you and chastens you. He's chastening you because he loves you. Because he's trying to make you more like him. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. So, good discussion, good topic. Mm-hmm. You know things. Uh, it's interesting. Yes. You know, it's it's fun to for me. It's fun to pull those other texts in to, you know, to find out to, to study to learn on mm-hmm. uh, to see because like I said, it's obviously it's more more lukewarm in the the scripture than what we have that one word for. Mm-hmm. So there's other examples of that. But we appreciate appreciate you guys for tuning in for listening in. However you're listening to us. Got yeah. Several different media platforms. Uh, but if you if you're here on YouTube and uh, you like what you've heard, give give it a like, subscribe to the channel, hit the little bell over the side, and it'll notify you mm-hmm. when a new episode comes out. Uh, find us on Spotify, uh, also on Apple on uh, Apple Podcasts. There we're there as well. Uh, give us a rating on that so other people can hear about us. And then we're on Facebook. Um, at least some of us are on Facebook. One of us. <laughs> Chad doesn't do Facebook. You may not do Facebook either. That's okay. Um, but we do have a Facebook page out there. Uh, there's a button on there if you want to get uh, in touch with us. You can do that. That'll take you right to our email address. Uh, and you can send us an email through there. Anything you send us is confidential. It just comes to me and Chad. Nobody else sees that. If you want to hear a certain topic or whatever. But if you're not on there like Chad and you need that email address, that email is... <laughs> baldbelievers at gmail.com so uh, baldbelievers at gmail.com we look forward to hearing from you Uh, we look forward to being able to discuss another topic with Mm -hmm. you so thanks for uh, spending a little bit of your time with us uh, today Uh, we hope that you have a good one see you see you